All right. Welcome back, Savage Monarchy. I hope y'all doing well. Um, let me start off by saying, um, you know what? We're just going to do the intro. How about we start doing that? That makes sense, right? Welcome back to Savage Ways to Slay, where your boy Savage gives you all kinds of advice. And we make sure we cracking up while we do so. Jokes are still the best therapy and violence can sometimes be the answer. All right. Now let me talk to you guys for a little bit. I want to start off by saying I apologize because I know today is Tuesday, not Monday, which means I missed the day. And it's not that I forgot. I've just been really busy with work. And no, that's a lie. I was busy with work and then I forgot to upload the episode. So here we are. Um, I'm re-recording it, making it live and fresh for you guys because don't nobody want to serve no stale podcast episode because we don't do that up in here. Um, and yeah, that's all, that's all I really got to say about it, except for I also might post another episode so you might be getting two episodes today because i messed up Mm -hmm. because in this podcast we know how to say sorry and we know how to make things right so if someone was having a really hard time you know and they really needed this podcast well we gonna get you caught up I'm, i'm here to fix my mistakes i'm here to let you know that i'm here for you and let's go ahead and move on into the topic of today's episode which spoiler alert this episode wasn't requested by anyone Nah, this is all me and my selfish desires my selfish desires to help one of my good judies out because i noticed that they have been struggling with dating <clears throat> and what i'm what i mean by that is they're not they're not bad at pulling the men at all in the slightest if anything they need to pull me a guy that'd be great but I think they, they struggle with choosing who is worthy of their time. And this isn't to shade anyone or, you know, do anything like that. I'm not here to, like, shame you or, like, blast you. My mindset is this. I think that when it comes to dating, actually, no, scratch that. When it comes to involving anyone in your life, that person needs to be on the same level or around the same level. If I'm phenomenal, you better be phenomenal if you're trying to be in my life. And that's just the standard. That's how I think. Because at the end of the day, technically, it is none of my business who you choose to be with or who you choose to surround yourself with. But, or excuse me, wrong word. However, I cannot ignore the amount of effort that I see my friend put herself through um, for a complete stranger, only for that stranger to not put any effort in at all. And the only reason... Technically, that's also subjective because I'm going based off of what she said. Maybe that stranger is also putting in their best effort. But for me, from what I've been told, their best was definitely not enough. And so um, I'm here to shut it down. I'm here to give you the tools to recognize, you know, what a red flag is and how we're going to get out of that. But like, I don't know. For me, I'm very much about my looks. Right. So if I'm showing up to the date looking like Cleopatra and my partner or potential partner is pulling up looking like a Tasmanian devil, clearly we're not on the same wavelength. You're either, like, I, I don't I don't know. Either we're both Egyptian royalty or we're both Tasmanian devils. Simple as that. At least for the first date, you know what I mean? Like, once you get invested into each other and you know each other, you know, whatever, come as you are. But I strongly think, well, first of all, you should, oh, this, is, this episode is going to be super subjective, y'all. Let me get that out there first. I'm going to say I'm going to say a lot of things that you guys will probably disagree with and that's fine because everyone has their own valid form of dating. And if I somehow shade you in this podcast just because I disagree with your way of thinking via dates, I'm just letting you know that I'm not disrespecting you. I just think you have terrible taste in human beings. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, no, like I'm probably going to say a lot that most of you disagree with, and I think that's just because we all have different dating experiences. But anyway, since I'm already on that disclaimer, let me go ahead and get on my other disclaimer. 
we all know I don't know everything. And if you're surprised at this point, sorry to disappoint you. I am no therapist. And the only reason I say that is to let y'all know I'm relatable. Excuse me while I clear my throat. And I'm just here to, you know, help. If I say something that registers with you and helps you get through your day, great, cool. And if none of it applies to you, I hope I can at least make you laugh. I'm here to be your 15 to 20 minute cheerleader. I'm here to encourage you in any way, shape or form. I'm here to help you be great. Let's be great together. Let's let's do this. So in conclusion, oh, sorry, I'm also working on that, too. I've been reading some notes lately and some of y'all don't like how often I say in conclusion. And to that response, I say get over it. Um, no, just kidding. I'm working on it. <laughs> so for starters, what is a red flag? It's typically a warning sign of danger. So you know how you go out in nature, right? And you see that one cute little frog and it's full of bright colors. Yeah, those bright colors are not an invitation. Nine times out of the 10, that means it's super poisonous or like, you know, toxic, venomous, whatever word you want to use. I think it's, I think those words differ by how you apply the poison, but that's not the point. The point is it's beautiful and it's dangerous. Don't touch it. So that's the red flag. The colors are a red flag. It's like, hey, don't eat me. Don't lick me. Don't even look at me sideways. It'll fuck you up. So those that red flag can also be applied to humans, if you will. If you see a nice piece of eye candy, you know, they got the nice curves. They got the nice muscle mass. You know, the hay look nice. Uh, if that person is problematic, being beautiful does not excuse those actions. And it is important to know what you're willing to put up with versus, you know, things that you absolutely won't tolerate. Like for me, I'm big on diversity and looking stunning. So if I met a man who also looks as stunning as me, but he just happens to be racist, your beauty does not distract me from your hate, nor should it distract anyone else. That is a problem. If someone is problematic, it doesn't matter how beautiful you are. And I'll say it again. If you're stunning as hell, it doesn't matter how problematic you are. You should be canceled. Point blank, period. So here are some examples of red flags. If you have someone that's trying to belittle you, if you have someone that doesn't listen to you, if they are unhygienic, or if they're too arrogant, if they do not support you, those are the red flags that I will be going into detail today. Those are all dangerous red flags, with some being more dangerous than others, depending on your person. That's just how that works. So let's start off with the belittlement. You know how they say, like, oh, a guy who might like you teases you a lot. There's a difference between teasing and just flat out insulting. And there are people that definitely don't know the difference. And then there are people that know exactly what they're doing. So, for example, with me, when I flirt, I mean, I do crack jokes, but I try not to do insulting jokes. I try to do, like, you know, literally any joke besides that. Like, I don't I don't know what else to tell you. I don't, I, there's a difference between teasing and just insulting. And the reason why I save teasing for, like, later in a relationship is because by that point, you know that person. Now, don't get me wrong. Not all jokes are off the table. I'm just saying it helps when you know that person a bit better because it's all in your delivery. And if you know your partner, then your delivery is a bit more smoother versus if you're just meeting them for the first time and you could potentially hurt their feelings. I think that's dangerous. I don't think it's cute because I don't like fucking around with people's emotions. And I don't think anyone else should too. Excuse my language. Uh, I'm very passionate when it comes to like dating, especially when not messing with people's emotions and belittling them because I have had people try to do that to me. And now I am the vicious, you know, Cleopatra, whatever you want to call me. I'm very vicious. I'm very straightforward and very blunt. I don't tolerate that. Don't play with no one's emotions. If you do, you fucked up. Moving on. Um, So if you communicate with that person that they are hurting your feelings by saying what they said 
and they choose to keep doing it anyway, that's called not listening, aka ignoring, which is another red flag. If your partner is constantly ignoring you, that's a problem. And just to be clear, I'm not talking about when they misunderstand you. That's totally different and very natural. I do not expect someone to understand my point, just like I don't expect everybody to understand what I'm saying on this podcast. You know, I don't assume that. That's why I go into detail. Um, if someone misunderstands you, you could clear that up. You can talk about it and like try and get more information on it. I'm talking about when these mofos hear exactly what you said after you said, hey, that hurt my feelings. Can you chill? And then they respond by doubling down on like the insults and the belittling. We don't do that here. Blocked, reported, unsubscribed. I'm not here to be ignored or put down. Um, first of all, not that anyone could ignore me. I'm absolutely stunning. Like I said before, I'm serving Cleopatra. The reality is I'm really serving Ronald McDonald, but who doesn't love a good clown? Like that's that's natural. Why would you want to silence me? Why would you want to try and stop me? You working for the government? Do you have my name, my address? You trying to silence me, huh? We got a problem. <laughs> but I'll tell you something that I know that I, me personally, I don't like. I might be a funny clown, but I'm a clean clown and I cannot stand I cannot stand an unhygienic dude. Scratch that. I don't like unhygienic people. If you dirty and you don't have a reason for being dirty, that's disgusting. Do not approach me with no stank breath. I don't care how hateful I sound. I am strongly against unhygienic people. That bothers me. That bothers the living hell out of me. If your breath smell like yak ass and you have the audacity to pollute the air that I'm breathing, I'm going to be mad. If you burn my eyebrows off, do you know how much money I invest in my brows? Not a lot, but they look good. And if you ruin all my hard work, I'm going to spray you with Raiden Lysol. A good example of what I'm talking about is, just so you know, I'm not being like extremely hateful. Y'all remember that episode of SpongeBob where he ate that Sunday? It was nasty and his breath was hot and he was burning everybody's face off. Talking about some, excuse me, sir, I hope my ugliness doesn't bother you. SpongeBob, you're not ugly. Your breath is just hot. Get out my face. We want to stay away from people like that. If you are flirting with me and you have the ability to clear the room just by opening your mouth, that's nasty. Don't nobody will be around that. And just to be clear, let me backtrack a little bit. There is a strict difference between being unhygienic and ugly, although technically you can fix both. I just think it depends on how strong-willed you are and how much money you got. Because for me, when I think of ugliness, I don't mean via genetics, although there are some people that definitely shouldn't mingle because y'all be creating some atrocities. There, I don't I don't think I know anyone whom I think is ugly. I don't I don't I don't not to my knowledge. That probably sounds super hateful and super shallow. But the main just so we all on the same page. I'm not going to be talking about like ugliness with genetics. That's something you can't fix. Or if you're a millionaire, that might not be a problem for you. I'm talking about ugliness from within. And we're going to get into a little more detail uh, in a couple of minutes. But for now, I'm going to stick to, you know, the whole hot breath thing. Like I said, if your breath can single handedly kill like all the rats and insects and you got a problem, you should probably fix that. I I think you might be categorized as a biohazard or a dumpster dirty that's yeah that's not cute that's not good um so now moving on to you know if you're ugly within and what i mean by that is you could be built like a greek statue and like if if you know you built like a greek statue like you know cute great awesome don't let it go to your head being arrogant is not cute. Very few people want to be around someone who thinks they all that. And if your partner is like that, trust and believe 
uh, double dates and game nights will not be a thing because nobody wants to be around, you know, Brad just because he has a six pack and his pecs are like really nice and cool and that's all he wants to talk about. Sorry to bust your bubble, Brad, but there's a lot of other important things going on in the world right now. Your beauty is, first of all, you're not even that cute. Let's start there, okay? I'm glad you're feeling yourself, but it's not my cup of tea, and I'm gonna need you to turn that kettle off, okay? It's, it's, it's not a tea, it's not even high. It's just cold ass water, and nobody wanna be around that shit. That makes me so mad. For a disclaimer, I don't actually know a Brad. I do know someone like that, and he do piss me off, but his name's not Brad. And if you listen to this podcast, get your act together, because I'm not scared of you. In conclusion, um, oh, there I go doing it again. Let me take my notes. Let me take my notes. That didn't happen. Ignore that. Personally, if you ugly on the inside, I one, I'm not God. So if you ugly on the inside, you're probably just ugly on the inside. But I do think there's a solution for you. I think if you like, you know, stop being so full of yourself and use some resources and be, I don't know, maybe relatable, personable, or not self-centered, then maybe we can fix that. I think out of everything on the list, that might be one of the easiest things to fix. Not as easy as fixing your hygiene. I feel like taking a nice shower is a lot easier to do. Because, you know, there's a difference between, like, actually working on yourself versus grooming yourself. And I don't think grooming is hard. But, you know, my parents also raised me. They, you know, when you raise a Cleopatra, you're usually on that level. So, I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just blessed. But, um, yeah, if you're arrogant, nobody won't be around you. That's not cute. That's not cool. I don't really have a solution for dealing with that because it's not my problem to fix. That's that's a you problem. And if you want to if you don't know if you're arrogant, ask your friends. They'll be honest about it. No, ask that one. Ask that one person that can't stand you that you always avoid because they know they're telling the truth and they're not feeling your fantasy. Ask that person. They will gladly let you know. And for Brad, that's me. I got you. I will let you know that no one is living for your arrogance moving on see notice i didn't say in conclusion kind of just did but didn't i personally think the most important red flag to avoid are partners that don't support you um and i think that's dangerous now you might be sitting here saying oh my god savage how do you even end up with someone that doesn't support you beauty can blind love makes you do stupid things love also gives false hope sometimes which is a very dark thing to say, but it's true. I've seen a lot of couples where they go, you know what? My partner may not support me, but I wholeheartedly believe in them. And maybe once they're done achieving their dream, they'll come help me with mine. Um, I don't think you should stop your dream for someone else. I think y'all should be able to go and cover that together. I think if you have to stop your whole dream for someone you love, then you might want to reevaluate that. There's a difference. I, I think there's a difference between sacrificing because you have to and then sacrificing because the other person can't do for you. You know what I mean? I think like that's two different feelings. I, I, at least I think. I don't really know much about that because I haven't dated anyone who has done that to me. I've dated someone who's tried to belittle me, but luckily for me, uh, my mama raised me with confidence. Because if I was ugly, I wouldn't leave the house. And I know I'm not ugly because I'm outside. Point blank, period. Yeah, that's right. Ronald McDonald and Cleopatra is cute, okay? I ain't got no time to not be having confidence. Although I do be having my rough days. We ain't going to talk about that. That's not important. (laughs) You might catch me with my wig off every once in a while. But like I was saying, it is important to make sure that you don't end up with someone who isn't for you. 
Um, Because if they don't support you in the beginning, they won't support you in the end. And they could also be the jealous type or the envious type. They see that you have something and instead of like nurturing it or like being supportive of it, they want to take it away from you. And I don't know why those people are in relationships. I don't know why they go out their way to find love because I don't understand insanity. I know nothing about that. Um, And sometimes it can be borderline like abusive, but I'm not going to cover abusive relationships simply because one, I don't have any experience with that and I don't want to, you know, be ignorant or like speak out of my ass, if you will. I, I don't believe in spreading misinformation or anything like that. I also do not want to trigger anyone. I did not put any warning out for abusive relationships, so we're not going to cover it. And I like I, I'm just not well educated on those types of situations. I would feel horrible um, misleading someone or someone, you know, if I even attempted that. And I, with the knowledge that I currently have, it's not enough. I know it's not enough. You, y'all gonna have to trust me on that. So what I will do though, if someone does want information on that stuff, I can find maybe another podcast that tackles those issues or we can find a website a youtube video something i can link those or like i guess yeah i'll link those on my instagram page but someone's gonna have to text me for that because again i don't want to trigger nobody so i'm just i'm just not gonna do that um but just because i don't have the answers doesn't mean i won't help you find them i strongly believe in that mentality just because you don't know something doesn't mean that one you can't go out and learn and two, that you can't point someone in the right direction. You might be like, hey, I know I don't have this information. You know what? I Jerry doesn't know that the Big Mac doesn't have ketchup on it. But you know what? Savage does. So go ahead and talk to him about it. And I will have a full-fledged conversation on why the Big Mac doesn't have ketchup. You ready for that conversation? I don't know why they don't have ketchup on it. I feel like they should add it. I've tried it with ketchup, and I think it's delicious. Simple as that. Problem solved. I'm not sponsored by McDonald's, but if McDonald's ever gets to this, put ketchup on your damn burger. <laughs> that why 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 wouldn't you want a ketchup on your cheeseburger? Who wants a dry burger? Actually, my my roommate doesn't like condiments on his sandwich, and I personally think he's a demon. But you know, um, and you know what? Yes, that that's what I'm going to spread on my podcast. If you do not put ketchup on your burgers, then I think you are a demon. Yep, you've seen it here, folks. That's that is my strong holiday, strong belief. <laughs> if you don't put condiments on your food. You, you must be devil spawn. That's how that works. And you know what? I will text all my Christian friends and I will ask all of them. Be like, do demons like ketchup? I can ask Google that question. But Google would have the answer. <laughs> all right. I'm going to stop here for now. However, I have decided um, that I'm going to do a two-parter. I know I said that earlier in the vid- uh, video, in the podcast. But um, so this episode was about like, you know, seeing the red flags and what to avoid. The next episode, we're going to talk about, you know, looking at the green flags, letting you know when to go and pursue that person and uh, what you should surround yourself with when you're trying to flirt. Um, but remember, if you want to hear specific advice, you can uh, respond to the polls on my Spotify and just ask me in the, you know, that little section. I do read those. Uh, so I, I do see them, you know, just uh, letting you know. And I'll gladly make an episode for you. You know, give me a reason to entertain. Topic can be serious or silly. I'm down with whatever. I hope you have a nice day. Remember to love yourself and laugh and stay away from dumpster dirty folks. Stay away from people that can clear the room with a hot breath. And I will know what I'm not done yet. This is the P, this is the PSSS. PSSSA question mark? No, PSA is a public service announcement. This ain't that. This is the PS after the PS. So PSSS. Anyway, in conclusion, first of all, if you got all your information from the episode, you have to listen to this. 
but I will say this: I would like to shout. I would like to shout someone out who has dealt with someone who is high, uh, highly um, unhygienic and has put up with a lot of stuff. I think you deserve a Nobel Peace Prize, and I absolutely love you. <laughs> you are the reason as to why I will never <laughs> ever date someone like that. Thank you. I would also like to quickly talk about. Um, so I know I say that violence can sometimes be the answer, but it's been brought to my attention that uh, Will Smith thought violence was the answer, and I wholeheartedly disagree with it. And here's why. I am disappointed in both parties, both Chris Rock and Will Smith. Um, But I'll do my best to break it down as quickly as possible, because I know we're not here for this. This is just an extra, if you will. So it's been brought to my attention that Chris Rock had made a a joke about Jada being bald-headed. And she's bald-headed because she has a disease if I recall correctly. I do think the joke was um, badly timed because I know she's been struggling with the loss of her hair. And I think that was her first appearance without having hair. And Chris Rock is no rookie uh, comedian. So I do think it was a little messed up that he like swung at the ball for that one. Cause I like, I know people could take a joke, but when you're dealing with the disease, I think that's a little different. So I, I don't think he should have made that joke. And I'm all for laughs and laughter, but like he could have cracked, he could have cracked on the Smiths using different material. There's plenty of stuff out there. And while we do our best to stay recent, I just don't think that should have been touched. And I do feel like had Will Smith had gone on that stage, took the mic from Chris Rock and like try to educate on either the disease or why it wasn't funny or literally do anything but slap Chris Rock on national television, I think that would have been more beneficial. I think he could have took that moment. Um, One, because I feel like if Will Smith would have been like, hey, yo, that's not cool. Could you apologize to my wife? Chris Rock would have done that. I don't think Chris Rock would have been an asshole about it. But two, I also think Will Smith only did that because Jada looked at him. And I feel like after the whole like cheating fiasco, he feels like he has to prove himself or something. But that's just my own two cents. Anyway, the point is, I don't believe that slapping Chris Rock was the answer. And the reason why I'm disappointed is because as another black man, the last thing I want to see is another black man slapping another black man at the Oscars. Like, you couldn't have waited until after the show to like get physical with them or something. You had to slap them on national television. And I think that was the first time Will Smith won an Oscar. I could be wrong. I'll do my research later. But if that's his first time winning an Oscar, he stole his own moment from himself. No one's going to be like, oh, congratulations, Will Smith. You won the Oscar. It's going to be like, oh, my God. Did you see that Will Smith slap Chris Rock? I, I could never. I would be damned if someone stole my moment from me, even if it was myself. At the end of the day, I know I say violence is sometimes the answer, but sometimes talking is a valuable option, too. Just saying. With that being said, y'all have a good day, and I hope you enjoy the next episode, because it'll be coming out shortly.